Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth, with each other, and with the divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. Hi, my name is Steve Arnold, and I've had the privilege of teaching here at Holden Village this past week, and looking forward to another week uh, of teaching. I uh, come here from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I have retired, sort of, which is part of my presentation, uh, retired from teaching at a Lutheran university, uh, but from that I went on to be a chaplain in a nursing home and a spiritual director, and my favorite part-time thing as a retired person is to be a tour guide for Gray Line bus tours. So my doctorate is in adult education and gerontology, which has made me very interested in aging process. And one of the things that I want to do through this series of teaching is to actually empower people to take responsibility for the third third of life. Aging begins at conception, so it's nothing new for all of us. But the third third of life presents some interesting challenges and opportunities. And sometimes people need help in thinking through what they want to do. I hope it's a time of affirmation. I hope it's a time of excitement as people look at the possibilities. Uh, so many people look at aging as a negative experience. And, yeah, there's some loss that comes in, in aging. But aging is really a time of opportunity, a time to be able to do things that you've never done before, where you have the freedom to explore. And it's, it's not a time to think about defeat and loss. It's a time to embrace the future and move into whatever God is bringing. We work with this uh, particular topic from a wellness model, looking at what does it take to be well. And we use the uh, model from the Inter-Lutheran Commission on Wellness, the wholeness wheel. And with that in mind, I've been working to help each person set some, do some planning for how they want to implement the seven phases of the wellness wheel. Uh, so hopefully when people come out of this experience, they come out of it excited about life and ready to move on. Okay, the, the wellness wheel as developed by uh, this Inter-Lutheran Commission is the outer circle discusses spiritual well-being and how does one achieve that, how, how does one get to that. The core of the wellness wheel is actually our baptismal relationship with God. Our identity, our security, our meaning comes out of our baptism. Where your ism is, is your God. But an ism, sometimes I think people work too hard. An ism is what you can rest in, because it's your authentic self. We find our identity as a child of God, 
our security in a God who loves and protects us and who, by calling us into vocation, gives us meaning for what we're doing in every chapter of life. And then it's divided into the components of an emotional well-being, physical well-being, financial well-being, vocational well-being, and then interpersonal and social well-being. Uh, that all of these are critical to being a healthy and a well person. And so we talk about not a balanced life, but an integrated life, uh, so that each of these components are woven into a person's life. Um, and, and the number one health issue for seniors in the, in the United States today is loneliness. Uh, loneliness is actually a cause for physical ailment as well as, a, as mental ailment. And so the social and interpersonal well-being, for example, is an absolutely essential part uh, to wellness. Uh, it's actually for any, of any age, but seniors do become more isolated. And as we move into this living at home movement, as long as one can, the one thing that nobody talks about is how do you provide life enrichment for those who are living alone at home? And so those are things we have to talk about, help each other with. I don't think the church is doing a good job of, of working with seniors. Um, it's got to be a whole lot more than bingo and playing cards. And, and uh, that's one of the things I'm kind of committed to. And that's the hope. Well, here, here's an interesting thing. I spent most of my public life, 45 years, in youth and young adult ministry, uh, and at the end, working with college students. And then I shifted into working as a chaplain full-time in elder care. And people would say to me, well, what's the difference between the two groups? I said, there's really only one difference, and that's bedtime, because the college students wake up at about the time the seniors go to bed. So roommate issues, um, love life issues, nutrition issues, it's no different. And it's the same at every age level. But people 50 and older, I think, have some unique questions to ask because in the third third of life, and somebody said this this morning, uh, people don't see me anymore. They look right through me. And we have this resource of seniors that is being underutilized because... You know, it's been true of every generation. What do old people know? Uh, they're out of it. They don't get it, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't think that's any difference. I mean, when I was in, in, in the 1960s, when I was in, in college, the whole mantra was don't trust anybody over 30. Well, now the mantra, at least for my group, is don't trust anybody under 30. Uh, we've had generational issues forever. But we've got, this is going to be what many are calling a gray tsunami uh, flying through the culture. Historically, 5% of the population uh, in, as seniors move into institutions. If we stay even at 5%, it's going to triple or quadruple the number of beds that are needed because that age, our boomer age group is so large. We are not prepared, and we don't have enough uh, workers that understand gerontology. We don't have enough 
beds for uh, people in need, and Jerry psych is the worst. I mean, um, we have a lot of mental health issues with seniors, and we don't have enough workers to deal with it. So I call it a golden opportunity. I, I think an older, especially an older person that's been reflective, you really do learn to that, that book title, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and everything is small stuff. I don't get rattled about things as much as I used to, but I still get worried or can get worried about other things. Uh, and I think for the older seniors, health becomes something you think about. One of my workshops, a sister at the monastery said, I wake up in the morning and I wonder what's not gonna work today, you know? Health becomes a, a bigger issue. Finances. I mean, what I've got now is what I've got. And I think a senior is very aware of that. But, you know, food temptations, drink temptations, I don't think they go away. I think you might learn to manage them, but I don't think it's any easier. You do become or have the opportunity to become a, a, um, a calmer person, but you also have worries like everybody else does. I mean, right now you're, you're exploring the same thing as seniors. What's your identity? Yeah. Where are you finding your security? And what is your meaning? What's your calling? I'm going to be 70, and that's part of what I'm doing here, is, is spending some time reflecting on those things. Um, I'm not as afraid of them as I might have been. It's just an ongoing. I mean, at age 10, we're worried about identity, security, and meaning. It's a human condition, and wellness is a human condition. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of an intro to what I'm doing. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information, or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.